Okay, folks. Now, um, as Tim said, last week we started off this wonderful series about the kingdom of God. And, and really the whole purpose of this series is just to remind us that God is near and that his kingdom is here. So I'm going to talk a bit more about that today. But I just wanted to show you um, a, a slide here which has a picture of a passport on. This is my very first passport I ever got. Shows you how old I am because it's a black one. Uh, are we going back to black ones? Or are we going to blue or something? Are we going to a different colour now? Blue, are we? Right. Um, a passport is really helpful, isn't it, if you're travelling abroad? Because one, it gets you out of the country, and then hopefully, in most cases, it gets you into another country, and then hopefully, it gets you back into your country again. So it's quite important. Passport. I know there's been a whole debate about what the passports are going to be like with Brexit and all that paraphernalia, but uh, eventually we'll all have new English, British, sorry, British passports. This one, it's also interesting. It's got some really old photographs in here, which I know you can see at a distance, but I'm not going to show you any closer. I look just as handsome, but Susan looks much younger, I've got to tell you. <laughs> Uh, and then also, the good thing is it tells you whereabouts you've been to. I think the first place we ever to went to was Greece. And the second place was Israel. So they let us out again, so it must have been all right there. But, you know, a passport is useful as it is. Not everybody has a passport. Who here hasn't got a passport? Yeah. Not everybody needs a passport to be a citizen of a country, do you? You don't need that. We haven't kicked you out because you haven't got your passport. Maybe she felt like kicking Colin out at times, but Heather, but you know, you haven't got a passport. It doesn't, it doesn't stop you being a citizen. What's more important, I think, and I've realised this since I've got my pension, is your national insurance number. Yeah? Because you can't get anything without that. You can't get your pension. You can't get your bus pass even without it. You can't register for any sort of unless you've got your national insurance number. So I would suggest that to be a citizen of England, the most important thing to have there is your national insurance number. Being a citizen of somewhere is quite important. We like to feel we belong somewhere, don't we? If we don't belong, you know, we like to feel we belong to child. We committed uh, a tithe of our salary. We committed to the church. Uh, a tithe of our and, salary. To and the that's church. because when the world looks and, at that, they go. And that's because if, so if you went to your, your, your pal that you worked with and said, if you went to your pal that you worked with and said, it's crazy, that's mad. Why are you doing that? Because the way the world looks at it, it's a worldly. Because the way the world looks at your money away, that's crazy. But in God's kingdom, it's an upside-down kingdom. And when we do things in a different way, at God's instruction, we can be blessed. And I want to tell you, we've been married for quite a long time now. We've always tithed. We've always tried to give 10%, sometimes more. And, you know, I just want to say, God's not really sitting there with a calculator going, well, look, Colin, you earned £20,000 last year. I know you didn't. But... There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Straight away. <laughs> uh, um, 
And so by the time you've paid your tax and everything, and then there's the argument whether you give your tithe after you have to give your tax or you do it with a way around. doesn't really matter. God's not really interested in, you know, you earn £20,000, so you must give exactly £2,000. God's not bothered about that. What he's interested in is our heart. And our heart is about what we give. And if you're a pound short one year or a pound more the next year, that doesn't matter really. But the important principle is that we are obedient to what God calls us to do. And in, in my mind, in Scripture, it says with the tithe. And that's a good thing to do. And through our married life, we've had finances have gone up and down, as you can imagine. And now one particular down was when my business collapsed altogether. Camel uh, Shipyard uh, went bust and, and took me for a considerable amount of money. And... Um, but we made a decision, even though it looked like we were going to have to sell our house and find somewhere to live, that we would continue tithing. And we continued at the same amount as we were before the business went bust. And God blessed us through that time. I don't only speak for myself, but God blessed us through that time. And, and I like to think it's because we were obedient to what he asked us to do. So that was just one example. But there are lots of other examples I could give you. Um, Relating to the business, when we, uh, I was a partner, as you know, with Heather and Colin for many years, and then a smaller number of people uh, in the company. And uh, I left and started my own business, but I still had shares in the other company. And the other company were uh, the people who were left. This, please, this did not include Heather and Colin. The other people who were left didn't really want to pay me money. For my shares and so every year they would go no we're not selling any of the shares we're not selling any of the shares and god just whispered in my ear try a different tack and i said well what tack should i try god he said well try appealing to their charitable feelings right so at the time we were in lumley methodist church and they were rebuilding a big school hall and uh, needed some new furniture for it and a new sound system and, uh, and so I thought, right, well, they're never going to give me the money because they just won't give me the money for it, but they might give it to the church. And so I, I made that suggestion through the accountant who was dealing with it and said, look, instead of giving me the money for the shares, give it to the church and they can use it for sound system and chairs. And that's what they did. They actually gave the money for my shares, which was several thousand pounds worth of money, uh, and bought that stuff. And it was just God sowed that seed in my head. They were never going to give me the money, so what was the point? I'd far better have it going to somewhere that was useful. And that's how God works. God does incredible things. I've told you before the story of um, when we had a youth group in Fence Houses, and the youth group was saying, oh, we need somewhere to meet, Stuart. And there was an empty pub, and I went, I was 24 at the time, I think, and I went to Vaux and saw the chairman of Vaux Breweries, Alan Nicholson, had got an appointment with him, sat in his office and said, we'd like to have a pub. And he said, which one? I said, the Britannia in Fence House. And he said, how much have you got? And I went, nothing. And he went, well, how does a pound a year sound? And I still haven't paid him, by the way, but there you go. <laughs> um, but you see, when we work in, with, in the kingdom of God, these things happen. Things are different. And, and I'm sure many of you here could tell stories, more stories than me even, than of uh, times when you've stepped out of the normal world's mold into 
the kingdom of God's mold and made a difference. Now, another verse in scripture is we're looking at Colossians. And uh, Colossians says, giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. So God moved us. When we become Christians, he takes us out of a dark situation and gives us light. We like that phrase, don't we? There's light at the end of the tunnel. Well, that's what God gives us, light at the end of the tunnel, but also light during the journey. And we've had a really tough time at home this week trying to sort some things out with uh, Emily's accommodation at college and and, and it's caused a lot of anxiety and, you know, thank you for people who have been praying for the situation. Uh, and, and the position we're in, so I'm going to tell you this so you can keep praying, is we went and saw property on Friday, Emily liked it, and we're going to submit an application to get the property. But there are other people looking at the property as well and it's like, whoa, will this happen or not? Uh, but we're just praying that this will be the right place for her. And uh, it will all go through. So please, will you pray this week? Probably find out Monday or Tuesday what, what's happening. And that's caused anxiety because obviously we want Emily to be in a, a, a happy place and a safe place so she can get on with her studying. And uh, and she's not in that place at the moment. And we need to get her in, in a safe place where she is. So please pray for that situation. So there we go. God wants us to live in the light, to move forward. Uh, and, and yeah, we're going to come across things in our lives that are hard and difficult. But he says, you know, you're children of a living God who loves each one of you and wants to move forward. So just in a quick summary, we're going to look at a verse of Scripture and I'm going to summarize and then we're going to, I think, listen to a song for a part, yeah. So, the summary, can I just have the next scripture first? Yeah. Okay, and this one's found in Luke, and it says, And do not set your heart on what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it, for the pagan world runs after all such things, and your Father knows that you need them. But seek his kingdom, and these things will be given to you as well. Do not be afraid, little flock, that's us, Right? For your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Isn't that encouraging? God's pleased to give us the kingdom. He wants us to have authority. He wants us to have the light in our lives. He's pleased. Then just back to that summary one, Sean, thanks. So the question is today, are you born again? Big question, isn't it? Do you know the Lord Jesus as your saviour? Have you made a commitment to him? Are you sure about it? If you're not, well, we can talk and pray about that today. Are you living as a child of God in his kingdom? Now, some days you might think, wow, today has been wonderful. God's really been with me. I felt as if I've really been with God. God's given me loads of answers. And in reality, other days you might think, am I really a Christian? I'm not sure. Yeah, we get days like that, do we? Or is it just me? <laughs> Yeah, 
But we are children of a kingdom and God wants us to know that. What does this mean for us next week as we engage with people around you? Do people see the kingdom in them? Do they see the light? Do they see the confidence that you have about being in the kingdom? Do they see the joy? Do they see the peace? Do they see the patience? Do they see the kindness? Do they see the goodness? By God, we've got a lot to live up to, haven't we? Do they see the faithfulness? See the gentleness? Do they see the self-control? Do they see the fruit of the Spirit in your life? We can't do it on our own. We can only do it with the power and the strength of the Holy Spirit moving in us. Chris has recorded a song and uh, as I was sitting there today I thought you know when when we I don't know about you but when you're going through customs in a strange country and you stand in the queue don't ever go to America because the queues are ten times longer to get through customs and uh, when you get there and you stand and he looks at your passport and then he fiddles with a computer and then he turns around and he gets his rubber stamp and he stamps it. You sort of breathe a sigh of relief, don't you? You go, I'm through. They haven't locked us up. They haven't searched us. They haven't, you know, body searched me. They haven't made me empty all my bags. They haven't done all that. I'm through. Great. And you know, that's how we should feel when we know we're in the kingdom. We should know that sense of relief and purpose in our lives. So I'm not going to come around and stamp everybody with a rubber stamp today. It's a figure of uh, speech, really. It's a metaphor. But I'm just going to ask you this. Chris has recorded a song. It's Oceans. And the lyrics are up there as well on this one, and miraculously. And uh, it's quite long, so I don't know how long we've got. We've got plenty of time, actually. But I'm going to see. Uh, what I'd like you to do is just to use this as a time of meditation. When we just think about who we are, that we're children of God, and if you like, just allow God to give you a rubber stamp, just to stamp on your heart who you are, just so that you know, so that when we go out this door today, we go out into the world knowing that we're children of the living God. Is that all right? Yeah.